<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, Gabby here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey towards inner peace. I'm not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby, my friends. Today is a cool, super cool bonus episode. And it's actually a big talk bonus episode. And I'm really, really excited to share this with you because it's something I've been wanting to do for a really long time, and I was so excited that we actually were able to make it happen. So here's the story. A year ago, I tagged this Instagram influencer, this young woman who is just like blowing up on TikTok and Instagram. I tagged her in one of my posts because I really liked what she was sharing, so I just reposted it and tagged her. And minutes later, she responded to me in my DMs and she writes, OMG, Gabby, I'm a reader of yours. And she carried on to write that Super Attractor helped her manifest the career that she has today. And this is a young woman who has a very big, very big voice, very big movement that she's creating in the world. And Super Attractor was a catalyst for her manifestation of this purpose-driven mission. And here we are. Enter Tinks, a.k.a. Christina Najar. She's known as TikTok's older sister because she offers the best advice for women that are in their 20s and 30s. She's kind of like a millennial guru. I hate the word guru, but in this case, I think it works. And I really was excited to have Tinks on the Dear Gabby podcast because I wanted to hear her insight on how she built a career that's based on joy and her authentic truth, straight up authentic truth, and how she used the methods in Super Attractor to really change her belief systems to manifest this massive career she has today. She also shares some very valuable smart dating tips for the ladies out there who are single, men, ladies, whoever you are. And this big talk isn't just for millennials. It's a great episode for anyone with a teenager, with kids in their 20s or 30s, or anyone who wants to amp up their manifesting powers. So enjoy my conversation with Tinks. Allow this show to open your mind to a whole new way of thinking. 
Enjoy the show. Here's some really exciting news, my friend. Really exciting news. I'm bringing the Dear Gabby podcast to life live in New York City. That's right. We're going to get together in person. You can join me on December 14th at Town Hall in New York City for a really special interactive experience. I'm going to give a talk on how to effortlessly manifest, followed by a Dear Gabby Q&A with all my unscripted riffs, real-time coaching. Hopefully, I'll be able to get people up on the stage, workshop them live, take questions from the audience. It's so going to rock. I think it's almost sold out. I haven't looked today, but it's pretty close. So if you know you want to come on December 14th to Dear Gabby Live in New York City, head over to deargabby.com slash NYC to secure your spot. Tickets are going to go any minute now. And I'm not just saying that. I mean that. So join me, deargabby.com slash NYC. All right. I feel like this is a long time coming. So, so long time coming. Long time coming. I just, I can't believe it. I'm sorry. I have to, I know it's your podcast, but I have to start. If you told me three years ago that I'd be sitting here with you, I have a very, very core vivid memory. When I moved to LA, I didn't have a job. I was super lost. I was doing all this random stuff and I felt deeply, deeply lost in my life. And I was reading Super Attractor mm-hmm. and I was listening to it mm-hmm. on audiobook. And I was driving to this conference for this brand that I was helping out with. I remember I was in Long Beach. I was driving in my rental car. I didn't even have a car. And I was listening to you and I was just like crying and crying and crying. And it was somewhere in my gut, I knew it was going to be okay. And everything that you were saying was resonating and just clicking. And even though I was in one of the worst times of my life, I was like, I'm going to be okay because Mm. I know I can call into my life what I need to call in. And three years later, I'm sitting here with you and it's about to be my birthday. And I'm just feeling this immense gratitude for the life that I have manifested and attracted right now. So huge full circle moment for me. You tapped into your super attractor power Mm -hmm. big time. Yeah. And also what I think is so excellent about that is that your career is something that was built out of joy. Yes. And anyone that's read Super Attractor or Mm -hmm. The Universe Has Your Back, Mm -hmm. they know that the energy of joy is the catalyst for all of our manifestations. And that is probably the greatest lesson that you've given me. And you've given me so many through all of your work that you share with us. But that is so core to my being. And that's how I live. And I truly believe that is why I am so happy and I have this career is because it's all from joy. Yeah, you're having fun. People also want to feel like they're having fun in life. Yeah. (laughs) But also when you tune into the internet and you're on social media and everything's just a show, you go to the folks that are feeling high vibe. Right, exactly. And I live for your Instagram. And it's interesting because a lot of my listeners are your demo, but they scale older as well. Our audience grows up with Mm -hmm, us. mm -hmm. So there's probably people here listening like, who's Gabby talking to? But I think what's so cool is that while you're having fun and you're talking about your food and your snacks and your pickles and your Diet Coke ratings, you're also giving some self-help. Yeah. Some big self-help and particularly in relationships. Mm -hmm. So it'll be so fascinating. Of course, for my audience that's obsessed with you, but then for the audience that isn't in this Tink's arena to just get a sense of what's going on for the 30-something and how does that relate to all ages right now? So where you were in the rental car, listening to Super Attractor, Mm -hmm. 
fast forward, you're here right now. What do you think is the biggest lesson that you've learned in the last three years? I think it's to trust yourself and trust your inner voice. And that kind of presents and manifests in different ways. But I think you have to learn to quiet the noise and think your best friend is up here. Yeah. Trust yourself. You know what's best for yourself. It can be in a big or a small thing. You know, it can be like, oh, I'm getting a negative energy from this person. That's gut feelings or guardian angels. You know yeah, what I mean? Girl. It could be something like that. Or I think I need to move to a new city. The reason that I moved to LA, I didn't really have a good reason. It was just this feeling of I need to try one more city. I need to start over one more time. It needs to be right around my birthday, right after my Saturn return, all this stuff. You have to trust yourself. How do you think you've established that trust? I think it's honestly the way that you build that trust is by failing, right? Because if you realize that you can get yourself out of situations or you can fix it, you can change, you can start over again, then you give yourself that room and that faith, right? Mm. Because it's easy it's easy to trust yourself when you're winning, right? Totally. When you make a decision and everything works out, like, okay, that is trust and it's great to know your capability. But to me, that builds self-worth, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where you build the trust with yourself is like, when things don't go well yeah, and how you climb out of that and how you are in the face of adversity, how mm -hmm. you are in the face of struggles. And that's when you look back and think, I did that. Mm. I survived that, whatever it was, and I'm stronger because of it. And that gives me the faith to make more courageous decisions. That was an excellent answer. I do believe that in our failures, we have these beautiful openings. Yeah. And it's when we choose to perceive those failures or those disappointments through that lens of possibility and that lens of detour in the right direction. Yes. Okay, exactly. what would you have me know now? That's when we can also start to build, you're calling it trust. I like to call it sometimes spiritual proof. Yes. Right? It's like, oh, okay, I can survive that. Yeah. Oh, oh I, that actually turned out better than I thought. Yeah. Or whatever the answer is, we can start to build that faith muscle. And it is a muscle that you have to practice. It's not that I enjoy down periods or adversity, but I have worked the muscle so much that I know even if I'm going through something hard, I'm like, I'm going to really learn from this. Yeah. I'm going to really, really learn from this. And that's a really comforting thing. It's a great thing that you can comfort yourself with as you get older. I couldn't agree more. And I definitely would say that the darkest moments of my life have been the catalyst for my greatest up leveling. Yeah. Agree. And greatest change. And yeah. I think that if people can even just take that message today, just listening to this, being like, oh, wait, my difficult times are not the end of my life. They're the beginning yeah. of something new. Yeah. And you'll look back and you'll think that needed to happen. Yeah, absolutely. That informed me and informed my journey and made me stronger. And you will honestly, it sounds crazy. And my heart goes out to anyone who's going through one of those times right now, but you'll be thankful for it. Mm. It sounds crazy, but I am. I'm thankful for the hardest times in my life. What was the hardest time of your life? I think there's been a couple different times, but I think just really dealing with having bouts of depression and mm. feeling so lost and, mm -hmm. you know, on the scale of things, that's not that serious. I know that there's people no, out no, there. No, 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 no. Let's not. Sorry. I, I'm also what? working on not qualifying. I Correct. Qualify and I actually I really think that's important because don't I, diminish I your uh, yeah. suffering. So I think just feeling so depressed and lost and feeling like my life had no purpose and moving to LA and being alone. I moved on my 29th birthday. No job. I had two suitcases. I was starting over again. And I remember I was 
coming from my friend's wedding and it felt like everybody was getting married. Everybody had a kid. Everybody had a job. Everybody was buying a house. And I was like, I have nothing. I am nothing. I had no self-worth. And it was tough for a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with that. For me, it was about 25. Yeah. Yeah. I think your 20s suck. Some people love that. Totally agree. I am so much happier as I get older. Just so much better. I always say your 20s are a mismarketed decade because in the movies, they show these girls who are 22 who have this perfect apartment and perfect boyfriend and they arrive to the city and they have a job that's meant for someone with 20 years of work experience. And your whole teenagehood, people are telling you your 20s are the Mm. best literally the worst. Mm. High highs, low lows. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't have any money. You are confused about who you are. You're probably dating. That's probably a mess. I mean, it was a mess. And then my life, I always say, began at 30. Yeah. I'm more confident. I'm happier. I feel better in myself. I'm in better relationships. I'm dating in a different way. And it's so crazy to me because I think we put this insane pressure, especially on women to make them afraid of 30. Do you know how many questions I get about, I'm terrified, Tink's like, I'm 29, I'm freaking out, I'm 30, I'm I'm like, "Uh, hello, it's a good thing. (laughs) Goodbye, 20s, goodbye to all the drama and stress and angst and uh, just, ooh. Let's take a quick break from today's episode to tell you about a current obsession of mine. It is the perfect bar. That's literally what it's called, the perfect bar. If you're looking for a nutritious, delicious snack that your whole family can actually partake in and enjoy, just look no further. Perfect Bar is here. They've got this amazing fudgy kind of brownie-like vibe in this Perfect Bar. You can just pick it up, head out the door, feel like you are full, complete, satiated, and enjoy eating it. And it's made with ground peanut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. Perfect Bar has protein bars and little snack size bars too. They're all really good for you, which is the best part. And here's the cool thing about Perfect Bar that's so exciting for me. It contains up to 17 grams of whole food protein per bar. And it comes in these delicious flavors like dark chocolate chip peanut butter. Are you kidding me? Salted caramel, coconut peanut butter. I mean, people, it is so good. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you the cost of one bar directly to your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty amazing, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. And for those that haven't, I want to tell you about the incredible results I'm seeing since using my customized Pros products. So after being pregnant, my hair completely started to fall out. The hormones changed the texture. I needed a full-blown hair resurrection. And that's when I started using Pros. Ever since using Pros, I started to notice that my hair is much softer, much stronger, and it's growing more, which is truly a miracle. And I've been getting a lot of compliments lately. My husband literally will come behind me and start petting my head. (laughs) And I'm getting a compliment even from my stylist, Marshall, who's been working on my hair for 15 years. And Pros knows there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz. They analyze 85 personal factors 
that was how they determined the unique blend of ingredients that I needed to treat my postpartum hair. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back, no question asked. So it's kind of an amazing opportunity. You just have to fill out the quiz, buy the product, and if you don't like it, they'll take it back. Pros is the healthy hair regime with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash Gabby. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Gabby for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Being in my 40s and thinking about, I actually don't think that turning 30 was a hang up for me. I think it was different for my generation. I think that my generation was a hustle generation. So I'm still kind of a Gen Xer, but the very tail, like not millennial, right? And so thinking back to my 20s, it was like power women. The harder you work, the more you succeed. It was super manly and masculine and pushing. And a lot of women that I was friends with were in that energy. And it got us far, but also burnt us out. out. I am a millennial, but I identify honestly as a boomer. I have a boomer work ethic. You you really do. And kind of Virgo-y in a way. I love working. Even though I didn't have my dream job, which is my job now until I was 29, almost 30. I always worked since I was 16. I loved it. I'm obsessed with it. I Mm. work very hard and it's very fulfilling to me. Almost to a bad point where I don't want to be contributing to hustle culture because I don't think it's productive or whatever. Couldn't agree more. I think a lot of millennials wanted to start companies and every millennial thinks that they should be a founder. The thing is, not everyone has a good idea. And I think that the problem with working culture for the past decade for millennials was the only thing that was valued was being a girl boss or a founder. I went to Stanford and I felt like such a loser because I didn't have a company. Mm. Turns out I didn't have a freaking idea. I think we need to stop putting so much emphasis on you have to be a founder. You have to do this. Sometimes you just have a job and Mm. that's okay. Mm. Sometimes it's not your dream job and that's all right. I just think that we put too much emphasis on that. If you have a great idea, great, found a company. If you want to be a CEO, do it. But that's not the only way to be happy in work. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. The hustle culture and that hustle mentality took me down. Yeah, yeah. Took me down. It's not good. You need to rest. Resting is so important. And that's often when we have our best ideas. And I do believe in work hard, play hard. I really do believe in a balance. We're the only country in the world where it seems like we're proud when we're like, I haven't taken a vacation. A hundred percent. Okay. That's, that's a deranged. Yeah. Yeah. One of my mantras that I tell my followers is how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And so I had a million jobs in my 20s. If I was getting coffee, I was going to get the coffee the fastest. I was going to do it with a smile on my face. Sometimes you need to make the copies while you're thinking of your good idea. You can do anything, but in the meantime, work hard and be nice to people. I love that you were like, I'll get the coffee the fastest. Yeah. It's so true. And bringing your presence is the whole thing. Completely. People remember how you make them feel. That's right. That is such a core thing that I mantra to myself that I say every day is like, people remember, oh, I remember that Tinks girl. She was so fun Mm, or she was mm -hmm. so nice. Your presence alone has the capacity to change someone. Completely. And think about how easy it is to, when someone shows you a random act of kindness, it can completely change the trajectory of your day. And I think especially in the workplace that can be a stressful environment, if you bring, I know this is so silly, I keep using coffee, whatever it is, you deliver it and you're just smile it can totally change people. And it has a knock-on effect. You're speaking my language. I walk around all day in the streets of New York City, up in the country when I'm in the country. 
wherever I am. And I'm like, hi, sweetheart. Oh, hello. So everyone's a yeah, sweetheart. Because yeah. you know what? The second you call somebody sweetheart with a genuine love yeah, for people, yeah. they just melt. And they're yeah. like, oh my, thank you, sweetheart. Maybe like, you're a little young to start calling people sweetheart. <laughs> it might be a little bit like, okay, lady. No, I do um, the babe. Uh, but my thing is naturally I'm always laughing. But yeah, have you ever noticed how it just sets people at ease if you're just joking around. Yes. I mean, I'm always goofing around maybe to the nth degree. Maybe yes. I need to calm down a little bit. But it sets people at ease. Yes, it's that's nice. Right. That's it's right. nice. That's right. We want to be the presence in the room. And that energy can actually, to your point, completely redirect someone's yes. day. Now, my love. Okay, so there's so many directions that I want to go in. But let's talk about relationships, please. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'm married. I was never on an app. I met my husband in 2007. Okay. So I never apped. Yeah. I met him through a friend. Not that there's anything wrong with apps. My mom met her husband on match.com. I think it's excellent. Yeah. What's the biggest stressor for people that are single right now, whether they're your age or my age or whatever? I think apps have caused a lot of panic. I think apps have caused a lot of distress. I think phones in general have caused a lot of distress because basically what we've done is given each other these portals where it says you can technically be available to someone 24 hours a day. And it's added this layer of complete confusion to people's lives. I honestly think a lot of people are seeking validation through the apps. Mm -hmm. I think that causes a lot of upset for my girls, especially if they say, tanks, but why did they match with me? Or we talk for three weeks, then they don't want to meet up. And it's validation Mm -hmm. that people are seeking because they're living through their ego, right? Mm -hmm. And it's upsetting. There's Mm -hmm. just so much room for miscommunication with the apps. There's all these things to contend with. Oh, he watched my Instagram story. Oh, he didn't write me back here. He only talks to me through Snapchat. It's just very complicated. Okay. And yet, it's actually not. Because what's true is true, which is that if someone likes you and they want to spend time with you, they'll do so. They'll yeah. make it known. That's what my antidote is to all the agita of the app nonsense. I'm not saying apps are bad whatsoever. I want to be very clear about that. But use them as a tool. Mm-hmm. It's not a hobby. It's not a TikTok, where you sit there and scroll, 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 which is, I think, what most people do. They're sitting in a doctor's office waiting and they're just swiping mindlessly. My suggestion is take 10 minutes a day. If you are interested in dating and you want to put the energy into it, 10 minutes a day, look through your matches, swipe, respond to conversations, and then put it away and do it the next 10 days. If someone wants to meet up with you, meet up with them. Get off the app because you need to be with someone in person to know pheromones, you know, their laugh, totally. like their smell. The, yeah. o- the other thing that people get this trap in is what I call the pen pal. They'll match on an app. They'll speak for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, and they never meet up. And it's investing all this energy and it becomes this false closeness. I'm not saying that real feelings can't develop over technology, but again, you've got to get with someone in person to know if it's a vibe. Couldn't agree more. I also want to add something to that. So you got your 10 minutes a day, which I really like that concept of, okay, I'm not going to sit there all day just waiting for somebody to swipe yeah. back or whatever. I don't yeah. even really know what happens on the yeah. app. I've been getting into Bumble because I hope to collaborate with them in some way. Oh, fun. And so I've been using Bumble, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> not using Bumble, but exploring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, by the way, I think Bumble is the best. I just think they that their the mission and, and it's all so the, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's just an amazing, well thought out, just intentional company. Yeah. But with regard to just that 10 minutes, so just like you said earlier, whatever energy you bring, is going to multiply everything in your life. Yes. So what if you took yourself to that 10 minutes with your app and you put your high vibes into it, having fun, you're listening to some good music, you're drinking your favorite I drink and you're just like in it yeah. and vibing it. Do not underestimate the power of your energy 
even through technology. No, it's so true. This is just why I love you. Water seeks its own level. Mm. And I just believe the energy you put into things is exactly the energy you get out. And if you're having fun and if you view it as put a little timer on your phone, oh my God, it's the 10 minutes, fun. We have to get the fun back into dating because of what I was talking about with all the apps and nonsense and ghosting and all this stuff. It's just a lot of people dread it. A lot mm. of people just think mm. it's such a slog mm. and it shouldn't be. I said 20s are a mismarketed decade. Well, I think dating needs a rebrand too. It's not the zero sum game where if it's not the love of your life, it's a failure. It's fun. You learn something about yourself or maybe you just tried a new bar or maybe you just walked home on a new street from the date or maybe learned that you like guys who look a certain way, whatever. Right. Every experience can be additive if you look at it through that lens. Now for a quick break from a brand I love so much, Origins. I've been collaborating with the team at Origins a lot lately. I did a live event with them. I've been doing some beautiful videos with them. And I told my producer that I would love to have them as a sponsor on the show because I really am obsessed with the product. I started using the Checks and Balances Frothy Face Wash about two months ago. And it's the perfect wash that foams without making your skin feel stripped or tight afterwards. And with the holiday season coming up, I'm going to put this product into everyone's stocking stuffer and give it as Hanukkah gifts. Origins, the pioneering nature-infused skincare brand, has elevated gift sets that will literally surprise and delight everyone on your holiday shopping list. Origins creates transformative skincare with naturally derived ingredients to noticeably improve how your skin looks and feels. Origins has a long history of commitment to our planet by reducing waste and caring for our natural resources. All of Origins holiday gift set cartons are plastic-free, recyclable, and sourced from responsibly managed forests. And for every tree harvested, new trees are planted. To date, the brand has planted over 2 million trees around the world. So you can feel really good about the gifts that you're giving this season from Origins. They have a mask starter kit, which I'm definitely giving my sister-in-law. I hope she's not listening. They have a drink-up intensive overnight hydrating mask with avocado and glacier water. Get Origins gift sets today, available at origins.com. I want to tell you something that's a kind of fun fact about me. I love cars. I'm a car girl. And that's why I love the Lexus RX. The Lexus RX is the best-selling luxury crossover of all time and the best-selling luxury vehicle every year since it was first introduced. But Lexus has never mistaken being ahead with being at the finish line. So they've reimagined every aspect of the RX. The thoroughly redesigned 2023 RX features heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and courageous performance. And model year 2023 RX has a ton of new features that allow you and your car to work together. Like it includes the first ever 500HF Sport Performance Hybrid that ups the ante on RX performance. It's this very intelligent car. Yes, it's sexy. Yes, it looks awesome but it's smart. It's also really, really safe. And that's probably one of the most important things to me at this time because I'm a mama driving a toddler. And what they have in the car is this really cool pre-collision system that can actually slow the car down when it detects a pedestrian in its path. And this is actually a very important feature for me, particularly when I'm driving around New York City because there's so much coming at me at all times as I drive. 
Just like the RX, its drivers are people who don't rest on their laurels and are always striving to up their game. The Lexus RX is the perfect vehicle for people who want to venture beyond the expected route and never lose their edge. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. There's an amazing relationship coach out there called Allison Armstrong. Are you familiar with her? No. Okay, it's really good she talks about how you have to almost sort people. So if you have yeah. that clarity of this is my non-negotiables, yeah. so her language, but this is my non-negotiables, yeah. Yeah. then you know you go on these dates and you meet somebody and you're like, what doesn't hit the non-negotiables? So you start sorting. Yeah. And it's also just an opportunity to start to see, well, I didn't like that, but I did like that. Yes. And collecting new information. Yeah. And also, it's fun to meet people. That's for you and I. I think you're similar to me. An extrovert that likes to go in. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Like, yeah. I need, I am extroverted, but I you actually love being, alone. love being alone. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I got that. But that's not for everybody. There's yeah. the introverts out there. And so I think that it's harder yeah. for them to have fun just meeting no, people. No, I know. And I always try to be mindful of that because I never want to come across like a blanket toxic positivity person. And I know sometimes it can be hard if you're not in that space, when someone's telling you just have fun. So I do try to be mindful of that because it's annoying. But then I think, well, if I share my story and say, I've had up times, I've had down times, and this is the best way to live through it, then that can maybe help people. Yeah. And I think that we all have the chance to step outside our comfort zone. Yeah. And so what I sense, because some young women that I've worked with in different ways really love you and admire you they're single, they're living in big cities or wherever they are, they're looking to you in an aspirational way. What is the core message that you want them to take home? I want them to know their worth. Mm -hmm. I really want women to know their worth and their value cool. and not have it be attached to a partner. I'm so excited for the day that I find my partner and fall in deep in love. But two things can be true at the same time. You can be excited for that and you can fill up your own cup 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay. I believe that. And I just don't want women to feel like they have to wait to be happy until they're attached to someone. In right. fact, I want them to learn how to make themselves happy, truly and wholly. Because when I did that, my life transformed and I will be a better partner, a better mom, a better everything because of that. Yeah. It starts within. Really beautiful answer. And I think that's the key to manifesting. It's 100%. It's just straight up. I can't wait for that thing to make me exactly. happy. People have this, when yeah. I have that, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. So when you're happy, whatever yeah. you desire will start coming into it's, your life. It's the ordering the Amazon package. You don't wait by the door, you know it's coming. Yes. And it's there that, you go. It's, it's that it's joyful. And I've taken a lot from you, but I'm a messy manifester. Cool. Tell me about it. But it's fun. It's okay. fun. And I like to do little mini mini manifestations like my funniest one I guess is with Diplo do you know who Diplo is yeah the DJ whatever and when I think about two years ago I was making some of my first TikToks were about how I had a fun crush on him cut to two years later I sat with him at the U.S. Open they literally put us next to each other yeah. and I had this moment and I was like thanks this is a really funny one but it's just those little fun manifestations yes but I manifest all sorts of different ways. And my followers often ask me like, well, how do you do it? I need instructions. And I always direct them to you because yeah. I learned so much from you. But I don't think there's one way to do it. I don't mm -hmm. think that there's one specific way. And it's not so prescriptive for me. It's mm -hmm. more just 
it's joyful and it's fun and it's to be excited. It really comes mm. back to that excitement of mm. like, it's coming. Good I, things are coming. I gave a talk and the whole talk I gave was just an impromptu thing that happened after I was doing a TikTok duet with Oprah. And it was Oprah talking about manifestation. And she said that we manifest what we believe, right? And what we believe is what's going to manifest into our life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I totally threw out my talk the day before. And I gave a whole talk on how what we believe is what will attract into our life. Yes. Because all these stories of putting it on the vision board or saying it a thousand times, it's not how we manifest. It's not yeah. how we attract into our life. Yeah. For me, it's always been from a place of belief, as you said. There you go. And so when things start to happen for me, I'm not saying this in a boasting way, but I wasn't shocked because I knew it would be true. Yeah. It didn't feel like, oh my God, now I have my dream job. It just felt like, things were actualizing mm. how they are supposed to be because I always believed that I would have this life. Yeah. It's exactly what Oprah said. What you believe will come true. You attract what you are. Yeah. Thoughts you become things. Thoughts That's become correct. things. That's right. We could just keep, we're going to quote every We're just mantraing <laughs> you and I are like for, till the end of time, mantraing you back and forth. You have a lot of good one-liners too. <laughs> so I would also say that we attract what we are, we attract what we believe. Mm -hmm. But what about the folks out there who are so in that state of, I want to come back to depression a bit because yeah. it's truth, right? So yeah. they're in that really low, low where they, you struggle with anxiety yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. What's your advice there? I'll start with the practical stuff. Like literally, what do I do? I journal a lot religiously and I read a lot. Those are the two things that I always go back to that always make me feel better. Reading, that's a big stability thing for me. What are you and, reading at that time? I, it doesn't have to be a book about manifesting or whatever. It can be fiction. Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe it's a really good way to relieve pressure off of a brain that's struggling with mm. whatever it is. Beautiful. You get into another story. You get into another story. It just lets the air out of the tire a little bit. Okay. I have non-negotiables, which are three things that I have. And they change throughout time, but I make a deal with myself. Okay, we're going to walk for 20 minutes. We're going to read for 20 minutes and we're going to call one friend per day. And you just have those little things. And then that's, you tick them off and then you start to feel good. That's how you start to build up that self-worth. Honestly, it comes back to the faith thing that we were talking about before. If it's your first time going through something that's difficult, it can be scary because mm. you're like, I don't have the spiritual proof. I don't have that yet. But that's where you fall into faith and you think, I'm going to get out of this. And if you have been through it, then you try to think back and say, okay, I survived what I went through before and I will again. Yeah. Did you ever get medicated? Yeah, I did. And there's absolutely no shame in medication. And I still take it as needed for anxiety. Totally. And, oh, sorry. That's another thing I should have said is if you can speak to someone. I'm a huge believer in therapy. If you can, that's the best ever. Everyone Definitely. needs someone to talk to. We all need help. Yeah, we all need yeah. help. Mm -hmm. Well, I also am a big voice for the collab of therapy, spirituality, and medication when it's yep. necessary. As mm -hmm. I share openly, very openly, that I had very bad postpartum depression, yeah. suicidal postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And I got on medication for it and it saved my life. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to be a voice for that. Even when in my field, there's yeah. a lot of shame around that. Right. All those facets can work together so magically. Absolutely. And it's not one size fits all. It's how does it work for you? It's okay. Right now this is working. You take this from spirituality, you take this from therapy, and then you sprinkle a little meds on there. We're good to go. You're very outspoken about a part of you that's very scary. Yeah. And 
I just want to really honor you for that. Thank you. And for your vulnerability. Thank you. And for your humor. I can't wait to see where you're going to be when you're 42 and I'm 52 and we're sitting right here. Mm -hmm. And I really look forward to seeing all the transformations that transpire for you. Thank you. And thank you for everything that you've given me. Seriously. It's really cool to be here. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> that was so great. Thank you. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.